Hey, welcome to another episode of the Praying Christian Women podcast. This is our, what are we going to call this, our casual episode? Yeah, or maybe our rock and roll episode because we've got guitar. <laughs> well, you're rock and roll, yeah. So Jamie's on Zoom with some rock guitar background. I assume it's the same account your kids have been using and they're playing with your settings. Yes, that's, that's yeah. my oldest son's guitar. Yeah, he's, he's very, he loves that guitar. And here I am in my bathrobe. I warned you guys that I was going to do it. I warned Jamie and yep, I'm doing it. In my defense, it's only like 10 in the morning and I feel like totally fine to wear a bathrobe all through quarantine, but especially before noon. Absolutely. And I saw a thing on Facebook yesterday that was really funny. It was something like, you know, boy, I'm notorious for getting things wrong like this when I try to repeat them. But it was something about like, you know, after this quarantine, it's going to be a really hard transition wearing a bra and pants around the house. (laughs) Oh, I know. I know. Well, you know, it's hilarious. Like the um, clothing stores, they're still selling the normal amount of shirts, but not the normal amount of pants. (laughs) Oh, interesting. Yeah, for all of our meetings. Yeah, for all your meetings. I know. Isn't that funny? We actually had to purchase a a second webcam yesterday because so many of our kids, you know, my husband's doing just virtual stuff. And there are times where like you and I want to meet, but my son's using it or my husband's going to need it soon. It's kind of crazy. We live such parallel lives. So first it was the bidet where you mentioned, you're like, I have a confession. We ordered a bidet. And I'm like, we ordered a bidet. Okay. Just this morning, we did were- Did you order as, another webcam? <laughs> I, I did not order it, but I'm about to because yeah. I had you know, I had to come upstairs, get the webcam, take it downstairs. And then I thought I I, they, they could definitely have meetings overlapping at this point. Right. And so- oh, for sure. And our monitors do not have cameras in Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's kind of funny. That's hilarious. No, I've been thinking about what you said about bras too. Like, I think honestly, this is the end of bras for at least people who don't, you know, aren't so well endowed that they need them for comfort. Do you know what I mean? Like, Uh because what's the point? (laughs) If you don't need it, what is the point? (laughs) Yeah. Well, and not to get too in depth, but like, you know, I went for years lamenting the fact that I did not develop as much as some of my other friends. And mm-hmm. now that I'm an adult. And now I'm you're like, the most comfortable at thank home. You. Yeah. Oh, this is so much easier. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So my TMI confession, I, I don't wear bras. I haven't in a couple years. Um, and then even before that, I went a couple years where the only time I wore them was on a Sunday because we were at a huggy church and I felt a little bit self-conscious. <laughs> you know, like when you do that shoulder pat, like you can tell, but no, I haven't, I haven't worn one in like over a year um, at all now and I'm, I won't miss it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's probably healthier in some way for your circulation too. Who knows? Yeah, we'll we'll call it that. I'm doing this for my health. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I learned about something that I had no idea about, totally unrelated to prayer. Um, I was listening to a podcast, and I guess it was a Christian podcaster, so that's the only thing that it could possibly have to do with prayer. But it was really fun. So there is an app called Cameo that have you ever heard of this? Where mm-hmm. you can pay money to have a star. And only certain ones that are on the app, of course, but to have someone who's famous, like an athlete or a movie star or whoever, say happy birthday or do like a personalized mm-hmm. message mm-hmm. for somebody 
like for their birthday or anniversary or whatever it is. So if you could have anyone and not, I search for the people that I would consider paying money for people that I care about. And none Mm -hmm. of those people were Mm -hmm. on there, but if you could pick one person, assuming anyone famous who's alive today, Oh, rats. You made it alive today. That makes it so much harder. Well, you know what? It doesn't have to be alive today. So, so someone famous, who would you have do your cameo? Someone famous, not alive today. It would hands down be Mr. Rogers. I just, Mm -hmm. I have so many just sweet, fond memories and I would never be able to watch the Tom Hanks movie without like sobbing my heart out. So I don't even think I'm ever going to touch it, but I just, I absolutely admire and respect him. So that's who it would be if I could pick anybody. If it had to be somebody alive today, I don't really get into celebrity things. Did I ever tell you my college celebrity crush? Uh, okay, so I know that you have a secret book crush on Sam Wise. I do Dampy. have it. I absolutely. Oh, you know what? So maybe what's his face? Um, Sean Astin. That might be a oh, kind of fun one. That I could would play be Sam fun. Wise. Yeah, maybe that. But that no, would be. I don't. I don't know about okay. the high school. So um, in high school, I or in college, actually, my college crush was Elton John, and so I actually I got to go to one of his concerts. I still really, really like his music. Um, but you know, I'm I'm a pretty big Marvel fan. So any of the Marvel people, oh, I you know what? About that. Wouldn't it be fun if like if I could have chosen Stan Lee before he passed? That would have been pretty cool too. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. What about you? Well, so I asked the question, not really knowing. The first thing that came to my mind was Simon and Garfunkel doing like really a harmonization of Happy Birthday. That's oh, what cute. I would Are want. There- didn't they break up? Were they one of the mans that like had a messy they breakup? Did. They, they That's don't, what I thought, yeah. Yeah, they came back together. So I was actually, they were doing this, I think it was their last tour together called the Old Friends Tour back uh-huh. in, I don't know, the early 2000s. I was actually in the D.C. area visiting my dad when my mom was not doing well, um, mm-hmm. visiting my dad and my mom. And she was living at home and he was exhausted from like, she would wander yeah. at night and stuff. So there was no chance that we'd be able to do this. But my dad and I both are big Simon and Garfunkel fans. Aww. And I realized the day that I left to go there that we were going to be in the D.C. area. And I think they were playing at Wolf Trap or at one of the, mm-hmm. maybe they can, I don't know where, one of the, one of the big, arenas there for the old friends tour and I was it was like it was like rubbing salt in an open wound to be there in town and think well a I probably could never have gotten tickets b practically speaking it wouldn't have been possible but I have not that's still a bummer yeah Mm because Paul Simon will still tour but it's not the same. I love their harmonization. That's what I love mm-hmm. about their music is them, you know, singing harmony together. So yeah, he and Art, I don't think get along real well. They had some creative differences. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, just like you and me, you know, we're about to break up the podcast over creative differences. So. Well, that's like every, every other week. It oh, seems yeah. like, like we're having, we're done. <laughs> I'm, up, I'm up to here. No. So how long have we been podcasting together now? Oh, yikes. It was the year that we started it, the year that we moved from Anchorage. So I know we at least started talking about it in 2015, which means we either published our first episode in 2015 or early 2016. Oh, and so my book had not yet been published, or it was the year that my book was published, which would have been 2016. 
2016. Yeah, I think it was early November in the year 2016. 2016. So it was early 2016. Yeah, we started the yeah. um, Prevailing Care podcast, which is now retired, but people can get all the episodes from Patreon. So if you guys are like, you've done all the, um, what are they called? The like previous episodes, like you've binged them and you still want more from Damien and me. There's the, all of our old episodes from the Prevailing Prayer podcast, which is what we did before this, are available to our Patreons. And that's what, patreon.com slash praying Christian community. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to just go to prayingchristianwomen.com slash, uh-oh. <laughs> There's it's a okay. really easy link. It's, um, it's like partners, maybe. Yeah, you can get partners. Yeah, yeah linked that's what it is. Page. Yeah, but it's no, we've been webpage. we've been doing this for quite a while now. I think maybe we've been long distance friends longer than we were in person friends now, right? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Oh, there we go. And yeah, now we're gonna have to continue being long distance friends, seeing as how like we are under gubernatorial orders. Isn't that a funny word? Gubernatorial, like with the B instead right. of the V. It's I've wondered weird. that. I've wondered that. We are under gubernatorial orders to not leave our communities. Yeah, it is. It's kind of crazy. Like, yeah, it's it's a crazy time for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But again, I just I can't imagine navigating this without the internet technology <laughs> that we have. I mean, we yeah, could do it. But just for the kids, like just hearing, you know, for those that aren't homeschooling and you, you know, they're mm-hmm. relying on um, getting their credits, especially seniors, you know, for the end of the year to go to college. Um, mm-hmm. Who knows what college is going to look like in the fall either, though. You know, we don't know mm-hmm. what. But anyway, yeah. it's but for my kids, my middle schooler had his meetings today, like his orientation meetings. So he's already had one. And they've got everything set up. They can go in and do their math and they're mm-hmm. not actually going to grade it, but they're going to give them, you know, it's going to, based on how they do, they will be making their final recommendation for what math class they go to next year. And they're going to okay. take into account this fourth quarter learning. So yeah, I've wondered I mean, that. I've wondered if um, it's like on the table or like, I don't think they'd ever do this, but like, is every single student going to have to repeat part of this grade or no. something? They said, no, they're not going to have to repeat it, but recommendations for placement for the next time around is going to be heavily based on making sure that they have a good grasp, including for that makes sense, but they're not getting graded. They're not putting that kind of pressure because I think they realize not everybody has access to high speed internet and computers. So, but I think they were going to distribute Chromebooks to students that did not have computers at home. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's it's neat. I I do feel very proud of Alaska. I think that they're handling things really well. I think that they're taking the right amount of precautions while still recognizing that, you know, you don't want to incite panic. Um, the one bummer, uh, are you familiar with the whole PFD argument and all of that? Yes. Yeah. So for people listening, I don't think we need to get too into the weeds because this really only impacts Alaska. Like bottom line is there was going to be, there was presumed going to be like um, stimulus checks coming to every Alaskan citizen, kids included, and that got voted no. So people are a little bummed and upset about that. But in general, I do feel proud of how Alaska is handling things. I think that they're being really proactive in terms of taking precautions. I think, you know, we're probably one of the stricter states 
in terms of now you can actually like be fined if you're, you know, driving from town to town and with so many isolated communities. I, I think that's important because, you know, if you're isolated and nobody's coming in or out, then you're protected. So, um, and you know, I, I do feel like from what I've heard, which to be honest is mostly from you, <laughs> but I feel like they're doing well for the kids too, the school districts and things like that. Oh, I've been, I've been, you know, both with our earthquake in 2018 mm -hmm. and, and with this situation, the schools have been incredible and not just the schools, but the individual mm -hmm. teachers, like That's I'm, I've been blown away. I've been blown away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. I was listening to another podcast last night where they were talking about, um, Oh my goodness, that is so funny. Take that drink again, but look at your screen while you're doing it because your cup disappears into the, um, <laughs> but don't spit your coffee out your nose. <laughs> oh my goodness, it does. So, We're just yeah. having fun on Zoom for this all of the poor funny. people listening on the podcast. You're, you, you're missing a lot. You're missing Alana in her bathrobe. You're missing Jamie with her rocking guitar in the background. Yeah, you okay. have to check out our YouTube or go to Praying Christian <laughs> Women, our, our Praying Christian Women um, Facebook page to get the Which begs the question, like, are we totally devolving? <laughs> I Maybe unraveling would be the word. Unraveling. From, you know, we're no longer talking about, like, praying for unsaved friends and the verse of the day. It's like, are you wearing a bra these days? Like, I'd say that, yes, that's uh, a little bit of unraveling. It will hey, be interesting to see. Us. We'll check the stats to see now. Are people listening yeah, right. more? <laughs> you guys need to let us know. But what I was saying, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about moving from in-person therapy appointments to now like they're meeting with their therapist by phone, which obviously makes sense. But I started to think like, that's got to be hard on the therapist. Like I'm probably functioning right now at about 30 to 40% capacity. And mm -hmm. I don't say that, like, I'm, I'm proud that I'm functioning that high, <laughs> right? you know, like, and so I, I started to think of, you know, what if you're a therapist and, you know, most people are probably still going to want to talk to their therapists and, you know, so like you're home, what if you're home with kids, you've got confidentiality issues, you're, you've got like back to back patients that you're talking to, like it, it sounded very overwhelming just to think about <laughs> Yeah, it definitely does, especially when you're in such a high intensity, you know, emotionally draining mm -hmm. profession like that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, that mm -hmm. there had, and, and then they added, I don't know, the added pressure of wanting to be professional, wanting to give your full attention. It, it really has to mm -hmm. be difficult. Yeah. They probably aren't yeah. talking about, you know, whether or not they've got bras and bidets and, mm -mm. you know. No, nope, they don't have yeah. that. Don't have that luxury. <laughs> So yeah, it just it's it's interesting to think about how this is impacting different people, you know, in different ways. And I think it's a good exercise to just kind of get out of our own bubbles. And you know, I'm not in the camp of well, somebody always has it worse than you, so you can never complain. You know, right. like I think that's just kind of ridiculous because no, you're obviously people nobody says like Jamie, you shouldn't be so happy, don't you know there are people in the world happier than you are? So why would you do it the other way? <laughs> I think that's just silly. But, um, you know, it is interesting just thinking about how these different occupations have these just unique challenges right now. Or um, I was hearing about like the precautions now. So like if something totally unrelated to COVID-19 happens and like, so let's say, you know, you fall and 
you're bleeding and need an ambulance to come check on you. Mm-hmm. You know, like that has nothing to do with the pandemic, but the precautions that they take now are going to be different. It's just all of these things are, um, I find them kind of fascinating from just a kind of sit back and it's almost like people watching from your home, you know, just how these different professions, how this whole thing is impacting different people in different scenarios and stuff like that. Yeah, it's definitely a whole new world in different ways for each person. I've loved seeing the stories pop up about just humanity rising up. There was this Mm -hmm. guy, I don't know where he was. I'm trying to think if it was an Anchorage story or if it was an Alaska story or just something, but there was a guy that had a, I think it was just across the nation somewhere. This guy had a, I think he made auto parts, like custom Mm -hmm. auto parts. Mm -hmm. And he had converted his, his warehouse or whatever, his factory assembly line, whatever. Right. So he was making face shields for health Mm -hmm. professionals. And he had come up with a really easy to make cheap design and he was getting donations um, to help fund it. And he was making like hundreds a day, just him. He was the only one in the whole place. Yeah. Hand assembling these things and donating them. And I've seen lots of stories of people, you know, making masks and Mm -hmm. doing all kinds of cool stuff like that. It's just... I have loved seeing these, the stories of people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. doing what they can with what yeah. they have around them. Yeah. No, it really is. It's humanity's time to shine, you know, in terms of, um, I don't know, in terms of everything. <laughs> I saw a sweet video yesterday. Did you see the one about the girl coming home from her last chemo treatment? No. So she was a, like a young teen, like maybe 13 or something, and she had just finished her final round of chemotherapy, and she was driving home, and her friends and neighbors had lined her entire, I mean, it looked like it stretched for blocks from the video, just, they were all in their cars, they had decorated their cars, they Aww. had signs, they were all cheering for her, it was really sweet. Yeah, I saw a guy that was, um, he played the accordion. And he Uh decided that he just was tired of the streets being so quiet. And he went out in the middle of the street in his neighborhood and started playing the the, accordion. Right. But he played the accordion. Not my instrument of choice, Jamie. No, (laughs) but you, well, you could get out and like play the violin. That's what I was thinking because Ben plays the Uh violin. So I was thinking like a violin would be beautiful. A little um, concert, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he go, played the accordion and people like their kids, people and their kids came out and were watching from their doors and like clapping. Uh, and it uh, was kind of his way. And every day he's been going out. I don't know if it's at the same time, but every day he goes yeah. out and just plays for the enjoyment yeah. of the neighborhood. No, it's, it is really cool. Um, I saw another really cute story of a neighbor who has trained her dog to deliver groceries to the neighbor. What? And I I don't know how they trained it or anything, but that was super cute. That is really neat. That Are you guys cool. still dog sitting? No, no. Aww, we dog bummer. sat for, yeah. I think it was right when things started to kind of get mm-hmm. like a little bit scary mm-hmm. before any mandates okay. or, you know, mandatory okay. quarantine that we ended up passing yeah. the dog off. 
No, I am so thankful for the two dogs we've got. Like they are absolute therapy animals right now for all of us, you know? Yeah. So mm -hmm. we are, we are pursuing, um, getting a puppy. We're Mm -hmm. tentatively going to be getting a puppy from a breeder that we know, um, in late June. We're not sure if there'll be enough puppies. We're on the waiting list. Right. Okay. So that's exciting. Yeah. So we're kind of, it's kind of a bright spot. We don't know how that's going to all work with Mm -hmm. what's going on now. I know, but But it's um, fun to have something to look forward to. It is. And if nothing else, it's cool to look at their website and see like they have this Mm -hmm. one puppy video where the woman that does the breeding is singing uh, every night at bedtime when there are no puppies right now for this litter, but this was like a couple years ago, there was this Mm -hmm. huge litter and the puppies all came and she started singing at bedtime Mm -hmm. and she would just sit there singing and she had the camera and the dogs would like walk up to her and like cock their head and look up. Some of them started like yawning and laying down. Like it was their cue to go to bed. Uh So if nothing else, we've been watching like cute puppy videos that just make It is happy. such an uplifting thing. That's what we did. You know, that's kind of been my go-to anyway with my youngest. Like if he's sick or something, we just, we watched cute animal videos when he was getting ready for his tonsillectomy. The, um, the IV made him a little nervous. So we were just watching. Yeah, we watched a lot of cute animal videos on YouTube and there is absolutely such a place for that. <laughs> there is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just, it lifts your spirits. It does. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm glad you guys have something to look forward to. We started something fun last night. So, um, I mean, obviously our kids are, are they're too old for us to really call it this. So, you know, nobody tell them that I'm telling you, we call it blanky time. So at night before bed, we just, we all hang out in the master bedroom and, it, it started out as like, let's all cuddle before bed. Now they're way too big to cuddle and, you know, stuff like that. But we still hang out, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, pet the dogs. Just, it's, it's a fun way to end the day. And we've got a big whiteboard in the bedroom. And it's usually what I use for like massive brain dumps and things like that. Like it, it's always kind of a big mess, but I, I wiped the whole thing clean yesterday and we each picked a color of a dry erase marker. And basically we're just going to each day fill it up with something, one thing that we're thankful for and kind of go until the quarantine ends, you know? So like our, our family's isolation began on March 13th. And so yesterday we just wrote on the board. It was the first day we did it, but we wrote like day 16, which was, you know, what day we were on and we each wrote it and we're just going to fill up that board. And once that board's full, we'll probably just snap a picture of it and erase it and start over and kind of a fun way to just, um, count, count track of time too. You know, (laughs) my husband sent me a text this morning. He's at the office right now. He's like, don't forget to have the boys take the trash down, you know, for the garbage collectors. I'm like, yeah, that's not till tomorrow. Like we're, we're all so messed up or it was like a Thursday or a Wednesday. And my son woke up and he's like, yay, it's Saturday. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) no, not even close, dude. (laughs) That's funny. But, you know, just a fun way to pass the time. And then did I tell you that our family started watching Psych together? No. Okay. It, so it, is that a good show? I don't even know what that show is. You don't is. even know it, Jamie. It's like, I don't even know who you are right now. Uh-oh. uh-oh. Okay. Psych is, um, Scott's and my just absolute favorite comedy. Just the most feel-good show I've ever seen. 
Um, and we've watched it. I think we've gone through it start to finish three times. And the kids have always known like psych is a mom and dad thing. Mm -hmm. And we decided that we were going to just to kind of find a way to make this time special that we were going to start watching it together. So we started episode one and basically we're doing like one a day. And I looked up, there's 120 episodes. So it's, again, it's going to be one of those, like something to keep track of the time. Mm -hmm. Maybe if we keep on doing one a day, maybe by the end of 120 days, things are going to be better. Maybe we're still going to be here, but I don't know. It just, I'm, I'm excited that we get to do it with the family. The kids are all really into it. So that's been fun. That's neat. I think that's so important just to find, find these little tradition, you know, creating. Mm, that's a good way to, it really has become a our, tradition our, yeah. that, mm-hmm. cause I, mm-hmm. I've wondered, you know, there are a lot of things about this time that I know we're going to look back on and be like, wow, we kind of miss that. So I know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, anyway, yeah. that's, that's really neat. Yeah. And it's, you know, like laughter is so important right now just for your health that I feel like I'm, I'm doing my part to flatten the curve just by keeping the family laughing. (laughs) I think that's, yeah, absolutely valid. Um, Mm -hmm. I have seen some funny, I've seen just some funny things on social media and last night I cracked up. So I, my boys needed haircuts before this all started. Uh Yeah. Yeah. So when it got kind of bad, I was like, you guys, you're not going to have haircuts for who knows when I need to cut your hair. And they're all just like, no, mom, no. Uh (laughs) Let's just say we've had to correct some of my mistakes in the past. (laughs) Now they're all bald. (laughs) Right. But I ended up doing haircuts. My dad and my stepmom gave me a Floby for Christmas or something a couple of years back. You've never heard of the Floby? The is that like that vacuum yeah, haircut thing. It's the vacuum okay. haircut thing, and it actually <laughs> works pretty darn well. And so, but really? I well, but I've still I've given some bad haircuts with it, so I've steered clear for a little while. But <laughs> I did some decent haircuts, so did you? I yeah I did okay. And and it's because my oldest usually likes the top to be longer, and he let me do it a little bit shorter, and it it turned out mm, good. Both mm-hmm, of the boys mm-hmm. ended up okay. But I saw this thing on Facebook with a sloth with like, I I don't know if it was the sloth's actual hair, like, or if it was added on, but it it looked like a bull haircut, like, like the monkeys or the beetles (laughs) or something. Right. And it said, and it was like, (laughs) it was like, I cut my own hair or I cut it myself. Right. right. Just the picture. Oh my goodness. Just made me crack up. So yeah, mostly because I gave my kids haircuts and it could have turned out that way. <laughs> so yeah, no, I'm, I'm very big into coronavirus memes right now. Cause again, like laughter is so important. And I guess there's this really funny and I don't mean to be disrespectful at all, but there's a whole bunch of funny memes going around about Queen Elizabeth. Have you seen any of those? Mm-mm. So basically the joke is that she's like a hundred percent immortal. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like the, the UK prime minister is sick now. Her son is sick now. Like he's in his seventies. I didn't realize. Um, and she's, she's absolutely fine. So there's a lot of funny memes now about her just being immortal. Um, <laughs> yeah. You, you've got to find the things to laugh at for sure. Did I tell you the one, one of my favorites? It's like, um, my mom said I'd never amount to anything lying here on the couch. 
Have you seen that one? Mm-mm. Yet here I am saving the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, there was another one about toilet paper and something about like, this was me in January, you know, me in January. Uh, this is my year. Me right now, like wiping myself with a dryer sheet or with a coffee filter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. But yeah. Hey, let's have, so let's, let's ask our listeners to send us their favorite, um, their favorite their COVID favorite funny stuff or funny video or something. Where should we have people yeah. post that? Let's, let's Maybe in that. the Facebook group. Do we want yeah. to do that? That's yeah. The let's easiest. do that. The so, praying Christian women community yeah. on Facebook. And if you're not a member, or, yeah, just go yeah. to the praying Christian women community on Facebook. You'll see our little logo and you have to be allowed in because when we post prayer requests, we like it to stay within our group and be a little bit more insulated. Um, So yeah, join our praying Christian women community and we'll put a post up there and ask people to share their favorite funny meme or funny animal video or something. Cause yeah, we need to laugh. My kids joke that like I tell way worse dad jokes than their actual dad does. So yeah. are Are you ready for a dad joke? I'm ready. Okay. Why didn't the anteater catch coronavirus? Why? Because he was full of antibodies. That's a good one. That's actually I know. Really isn't that one. pretty good? I, I thought like it was that. pretty good too. Did you create that joke? I did, did not. Okay. I wish I could claim it, but no, I did not. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm going to have to tell that to my kids. <laughs> with, we do puns in our family yeah, too, yeah. like really mm-hmm. bad puns. And we'll get threads going with our family members sometimes and it gets oh, really, cute. really bad. We had a toilet paper one going before that was really good. That's great. Yeah. All righty. Well, yeah. we probably better wrap up. Yeah. I got a kid appointment with the school soon, but do you want me to finish with day three from our devotional? Let's or? do day three. Yeah, I think we should. I'm, I'm really glad that we're going through this. It, it, um, I know that it's like super encouraging, but it also feels like we're uh, not just sitting here talking about you know, anteaters and <laughs> Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> That's right. And I'm going to actually, I feel like it would be a little disrespectful to have a virtual uh, background while I'm doing this. So <laughs> I, I don't need to take my bathrobe off to pray, do I? Absolutely. That's not disrespectful. Bathrobe no, bathrobe, <laughs> bathrobe is not disrespectful. Now, if you're wearing a ball cap, you would have to take the hat off. <laughs> but not if you're a woman because you're supposed to pray with hair covered. Oh, you got me. Got you there. <laughs> All right. So let's, uh, All right. let's dive into our devotional. So day three is prayer for our churches. Um, Hebrews 10, 24 and 25. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. And, uh, you know, in the devotional part, it just talks about how, I mean, I can't remember a time when church was canceled for anything. I mean, maybe extreme ice here. We don't maybe even really ice. have snow yep. days, but yeah, but ice you know, can do it. Yeah. But this is just, you know, churches, as we're talking about all these unique challenges, churches have these really unique challenges of trying to really steward that, that burden of shepherding people in community but being safe and, and doing it in a way that mm-hmm. is honoring to safety and preserving life. So can I tell you a funny really quick? Yeah. Running a little short on time. No, go ahead. 
So I don't know how many Catholic listeners we've got. And so I hope that this, again, is funny but not disrespectful. There is a priest who's offering drive-through confessions. So he's got like a little blanket up, and you can just pull up in your car, roll down your window, (laughs) give your priest your confession, and then keep on driving. Oh, my (laughs) goodness. I mean, that's ingenious, you know? that's It kind of is. You know, we don't need to dive into the theology of that, but like what a what a good way to, um, or on a, a way, sadder note, I, I heard like the very, one of the first um, American patients who succumbed, like I think his priest had to read, read his last rites by phone. Like, so oh. there's, there's sad stuff too, but um, yeah. Thanks a lot for bringing it down. Let's, uh, let's dive back into our devotional now. No, but I mean, but those are ways that, you know, those are creative ways that church leaders are, creative are- Trying to, yeah, yeah, think outside the box. Right. All right. Well, let's pray. God, we praise you for your omniscience. Nothing is hidden from you, and your understanding is far reaching. There is none like you. We thank you for being the good shepherd who leads your flock with gentleness and kindness. We thank you for the church and for the gift of fellowship of believers that you've modeled for us in scripture and encouraged us to continue. We confess that we've allowed the idea of church to become synonymous with a building or a meeting place, and we thank you for this unprecedented opportunity to remember who and what the church really is. We ask that you would give deep wisdom and discernment to our pastors and church leaders to know how to balance the important tasks of shepherding your flock, while at the same time encouraging isolation to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Give them creativity and vision for new and exciting ways to make church happen for their congregations during times of voluntary or mandatory isolation. We pray that this weapon the enemy intended for evil will actually be used to launch the church forward in getting the gospel out to millions more people who otherwise wouldn't have heard. That because of uncertainty and chaos due to COVID-19, people would be scouring the internet for messages of hope and that their eyes and ears would be opened to the truth of your word through church services, fellowship events, classes, and other resources that may never have even been launched if life had continued as before. We pray that as church attendance, as we know it, halts indefinitely and many people are facing personal financial strain, that you would continue to provide for the financial needs of churches and pastors. Be glorified in your church through this crisis, Lord, and in individual congregations across the world. We pray that our light would shine all the more brightly during this dark time in history. In Jesus' powerful name, amen. Amen. Thank you. This is always such a fun kind of, I don't want to call it a relief, just a fun moment in my day to connect with you, connect with everyone listening, have some laughs. So thanks, Jamie. Thanks for everyone listening. Stay safe and healthy, and we will talk to you guys soon. Talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Praying Christian Women podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please leave us a comment to let us know what questions or topics we can address in future shows. Then hop over to prayingchristianwomen.com slash journal to download your free prayer guide. We're so glad you joined us for today's show, and we wish you God's deepest blessings as you draw closer to Him and change the world one prayer at a time.